but he says, destiny is what you create. Fate is what happens if you don't do anything. You never been with no real hitter. No real nigga. I'm talking about like, a nigga that really got a side though. I'm talking about like being caught by the boss and not the runner. Three, nine, five, yeah, that way. Have you ever made love to a real hitter? Yeah. A nigga that always in the field, probably finessing, probably out here Jordan. I wanna know. I'ma love you like a mind. Yo, 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 it's JP on the FWM podcast. Follow me, the Diary of Strong Black People. Here in the rabbit hole again. And I got two super heavyweights back in the building in their individual perspectives on their own platforms and their own business that they got going on. Two very strong, influential people. And I'm glad to have them on the platform together. You know, I got my boy Trey back again. And I got yours truly, Mr. Edward Fox, back in the building. Hello, thank you for having me. Man, um, I'm glad you you back in the building. Um, Ed, like I said before, I brought Trey on and um I told him to download the platform and he downloaded and he started really getting into the the platform and your episodes really stood out to him. And um, he said, man, listen, that Ed guy, man, he real strong. Um, I'm real interested in, 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 in having a conversation with him. He's like, can you set that up? I was like, you know, I'm, I can see what he got going on. I said, Ed's a pretty busy guy. So, you know, you got to make sure if if I set something up with him, you your, your schedule is already locked because you got a lot of things going on. He always moving, so and I like the I like the schedule with Ed and Ken two weeks out in advance, so we could already have everything laid out. So I'm glad you back in and y'all have y'all time to bounce some ideas off of each other. But before you get into it, though, um, how's everything been going? It's been a while. Well, um, I'm thankful to be back. I'm thankful to have life and thankful to be able to have focus. Um, one of the things I've been looking at more recently is my attention, what my attention is on, just being the best that I can be. Because one thing I heard from this dude that made a lot of money um, building apps in Silicon Valley and stuff like that, this dude, he was talking about how time, sometimes we, he, he said we like, we think about time in a way that we should really be looking at it as in time isn't the most valuable, it's really attention. Because when he said that, I thought about it. I'm like, yo, people in jail got a lot of time on their hands. Mm. But what's their attention on? You feel what I'm saying? So I saw that on Twitter. And I was just thinking, I was like, yo, this makes a lot of sense. Because with work, with life, there's space and opportunity for us to do a lot of different things. And we got to have our mind, our focus, and our attention on things that are not only profitable when it comes to money, but profitable for the people that we have in our lives. And one of the things I want to talk about on this podcast today is the filters that we use when we choose who we're going to have in our lives or not. And I want to, I'm going to give it back to Trey. <laughs> filters. So um, without going into too much detail, recently there were some events that happened where I had to 
create filters. You know, because I'm always about preserving and protecting my energy. I'm very, very, very um, sensitive to frequencies and energy. And um, so much to the point where if I feel like somebody's energy is too far off, um, I don't really want to engage with them too much, you know? And so as far as filtering out those, I'm only going to have people in my circle that I feel are kind of on, without sounding too egotistical, prideful on the same level that I'm on and the same thinking frequency that I'm on. And one of the things that really impressed me about when I heard your episode episodes with Jay was when, you know, I heard how you were talking about your faith and mm-hmm. you were talking about reading Proverbs. I already been on it. And so when I heard that, I said, yo, I got to get some time with this guy. I got to pick his mind. I got to, I need to have a conversation with you face to face. And so I'm really glad that Jay set this up because, you know, I wanted to have this conversation. I feel like we're a kindred spirits mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways. And, you know, just finding out earlier your age, mm-hmm. very, very impressed. I would not have guessed that from listening to the episode. Would not have guessed your age. <laughs> so, I feel you. Uh, so, yeah, so as far as filtering goes, you know, not to make it too long, um, I definitely have a filter when it comes to dealing with people and preserving and protecting my energy. You know, I'm always about positivity, um, seeing seeing things in a positive light, mm-hmm. having a having a perspective on life that, you know, you always find something to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no there's really no room for complaining and being down and negative all the time. The world's mm-hmm. full of negativity. Why not let's be the positivity and change? Mm-hmm. And you know, I I I believe, I think and I believe and I, I feel that us talking about the filters I think that should be long because life, the life that we have, life that we live, everything that we think about our lives is based on the people that we choose to be around. So, you know, how sometimes they say your family is the first to hurt you. Like who who can relate? I mean, if you're listening to this right now, you sitting here in this room, shoot, somebody in your family that said or did something that you didn't like when you first heard it. You might have been a child. You might have been a teenager. You might have been. Seven days ago, we we should definitely talk about the things that we deal with with family and then how that affects our filters that we create for the people that are outside of our family. Because, you know, they say we can't choose our family, but we can choose friends and associates. We can choose which business we work for. We can choose what we watch on TV. We can choose who we follow online. And there's some things that I've been really looking at. When it comes to my mom, my brothers, what have we learned from our mom? What have we like? OK, let's just say this. I do marketing, right? I buy like a lot of marketing stuff. Like when it comes to books online, of course, I spent thousands. And I didn't say I spent I invested because I make thousands um, from that as well. Like tens of thousands. I might have spent like three, four, maybe maybe three at the most on learning marketing. But I've made myself and my clients, hundreds of thousands from using what I like, what I learned from that stuff. But I thought about it the other day. I'm like, okay. And my brother told me this. My older brother said this a long time ago too. When I was a child, I noticed that my mom would watch these infomercials about these different, these different things that you can work out with, right? Like Total Gym. My mom would buy the Total Gym and me and my my younger brother would be using the Total Gym. She wasn't using the Total Gym. You feel what I'm saying? 
And that came with the ab roller, the ab flex, and P- she didn't get P90X, but there was just all these different programs. Yeah, it, I I really like that one. She didn't get that one, but um, well, she she did. She get she did. She got the Insanity Max Thirty. You know, Sean T will give you that tuck tuck Titan and all that. Billy Blanks. Billy, I love Tabo. Tabo hard. I That's love the ninety early two thousand. Exactly. So I remember seeing all that. My mom was purchasing it, and like these things stacked up in the house. There's different um different exercise machines and storage facilities and. I'm not trying to be funny, but my mom still ain't get get the weight off. <laughs> she gained even more weight over time after buying some things. She got Pilates machines. I'm not trying to be mean to my mom. I love my mom. But the thing is, just having the resource around you is not going to change your life. You making a purchase of it could be a computer. You think, oh, I'm going to get this computer. I'm going to start learning how to code. I'm going to get this computer. I'm going to start. I'm gonna start building stuff on the metaverse. There's this thing called Decentraland, right? And with Decentraland, I was on there one night because I saw this this like TikTok, and it was like, okay, this is how you can start making money in the metaverse with zero dollars. And I'm like, okay, I want to hear this because I've already been in like crypto and made like money already. So I'm like, oh, how, how do I get in the metaverse now? So I go to I watch the TikTok and it says go to Decentraland, go to this page and download this thing. You start creating NFTs that you can sell in on Decentraland and people can buy them and use them for, you know, you know, the area in Decentraland. So I go on there and I got a Mac and they like, OK, we don't have the Mac application yet. So you need to get um, they basically told me it's only on Windows. So I was thinking to myself, like, you know what, I need what? to get another computer. So I can start, you know, selling stuff on the metaverse. And I didn't go buy another computer yet because I got other things that I'm focused on. And then I got to look at that. Like that, that's a, that's uncharted territory for me right now. So I'm like, OK, my mom just got a new computer. Right. Just a few nights ago. I'm like, all right, this is the this is my chance. <laughs> she got like she got a window. It's so always like, oh, been like that. It's always like she's had multiple laptops and still certain things. ain't you know, this. We could have certain things sold to us. We have certain things come about. But our decisions, our thought process is all up to us. And I mention that because what are the people in your life bringing to you? What are they selling to you? What are y'all talking about? What are they offering to feed you? And when I say that, I'm not just talking about like, you know, your friend, you're like, hey, we're about to go out to eat. We're about to go to so-and-so. You, you, trying, you trying to come through? It's not just that. It's not just, oh, we're about to hit this place. You know, they got this type of food. Um, one, this was back in 2021, right? It's April, May. I was with um, one of my clients, but it's also like a friend, like a brother to me. I was in, I was in the spot. I was on the couch, like reading something. And he comes into the, into the, like the area. He, he walk in the kitchen. It's like an open floor plan. So he walk in the kitchen and he's listening to this guy on Instagram. Finally fits. That's his Instagram name. But the dude, his name fits. He's actually from Savannah. He's just a little bit older than us, but he was talking about cryptocurrency and it was a live video. And the live video was playing for like 20 minutes. And I was just listening to him. I'm like, yo, this is, this is lit. So. This, this my 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 friend already had like a couple thousand on Doggy Corn, so he like, bro, you should you should buy Doggy Corn. And when I tell you this, this my bro is my client, like he is already paying me two thousand to come be there, work with him in his business. So 
I'm like, all right, bro, you already sent me a payment. And he and then also he was trying to sell me some Yeezys because we got like the same shoe size. And um, I said, bro, how much the Yeezys cost? Like, because he said, I'm, I'm selling to you half off. That's my brother. So I said, how much they cost? And whatever they are retail, I'm going to put that on Doggy Coin right now. We looked up the Yeezys. Nice black Yeezy 350s. Shout out to Kanye. Well, yay. And I saw that they were about 441. So I'm like, man, you know what? And this was a Thursday night. Because Wednesday, he was like, bro, buy Doggy Coin. It was at 11 cent. It was Thursday night. I got in at 18 cent. I put in, um, it was like 427. And my portfolio immediately went up by 10%. I had already gained uh, $40. So I'm acting like a fiend. Over the next couple of days, I put in um, oh, like twelve hundred on Doggy Coin, and my portfolio went up by over nine hundred dollars. So, bro, being in his spot, being in the house, listening to Financially Fits on live, was able to positively impact me mentally on what I think is available in the marketplace when it comes to earning money, and then mindset on um, again taking chance and using those opportunities he paid me then told me what to invest in like that's made me like three over like three thousand dollars while i was there you know what i'm saying and that's crazy your mm-hmm. mindset is different because anybody else would have just wanted the easiest mm-hmm. that, Damn, that's saying will do nothing for me exactly i'm just gonna walk in them wear them out look good take a couple pictures but what else i look but you anyway. exactly <laughs> why do i feel like i got a I got to put, that's not even the real self-care that I'm mm-hmm. really worried about. Clothes are interchangeable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And shoes, you change them in and out daily. Mm-hmm. But me, my physical, my body, my hair, my beliefs, my, my, beliefs, my nails, mm-hmm. stuff like that, I have to take care. That's something I can't take off mm-hmm. and put back and change and, and put back on. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But for you to say, how much is the easiest? Retail and then say, fuck it, bro. If I was going to spend it on some shoes, I'm going to spend it anyway. I'm going to spend it on something that I really I'm need invested, and that's man. going to flip mm-hmm. my whole, my whole lifestyle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think that's something that we need to, um, be more focused on. Mm-hmm. And also that's one thing that I've loved when you and Ken come on. Mm-hmm. This is, is, is always financial literacy mm-hmm. when you guys come on. You know, yes, it's about feeding the mind, but what are you feeding the mind? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We can be positive on, we need to think different. We need to stand up. We need to do whatever, whatever, fight mm-hmm. against the oppressor, blah, 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 blah. But why are we sitting here shouting and yelling back and forth arguing when everything revolves around money and stability? We need to be talking to each other, not keep putting people up on game with somebody trying to play you. Somebody trying to play you stupid. Somebody lying to you. Are you trying to teach somebody how to catch lies? That's all we've been focusing and on. And what do you do after that? Exactly. You, you know, didn't like, do anything. Yeah. You, all you did was confront them, but then they're still your friend. They're still your family. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I'm saying? They're still in your life and they're probably still lying to you. Mm-hmm. And you're still bringing it up to them. You're still addressing it. Shit's still not changing. Mm-hmm. So why are we not feeding our minds differently on something that when you flip a switch, it can change your life. Exactly. But it's a quick change of kicking somebody out your life of lying to you. Yeah, that's fine. But that shit ain't going to make you no money instantly. It mm-hmm. will, it will reserve your energy for you mind. to vote in your peace of mind mm-hmm. for later, whatever that you, but that does not instantly 
bring money into your portfolio like you were talking about. And one thing I say about that is there's this young woman I was um spending some time with. I know like on one of the last podcasts, me, you and Ken did, my phone rang. I said, Oh my baby. Oh and, yeah. And <laughs> oh my baby's calling. Hold on. So me and her are no longer speaking, right? Because she has some qualities that I, I, I do not like and I don't want them in my life at all. And one thing I say is it was March 8th. She said something online. She didn't say it to me. But I thought about it. I'm like, yo, I did everything it took to deserve what she did. When I say that, I mean, there was like red flags. I had red flags on my side for her. She had red flags. And I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I chose on multiple occasions to sit around and lie. Let them lie to me. I didn't know at the time. But after this person told me, I was like, you know, I still got these feelings. and I still want to go kick it with them. They feel good, be around. And you know, stuff like that. And it's going against the grain, going against God's word. Like, cause like I was telling, we, we was talking about some things before we turn on the mics and all, but there comes a time where you're like, you know what? There's this meme. It says, Christians be like, let me just have this little bit of sex. <laughs> Bruh, you can get of, a, a lot of AIDS. <laughs> like seriously I'm just and it's, I'm not even trying to say that to be funny like that's just like a look it's just one time you can get pregnant you can get aged you can get clap clap is chlamydia it's like things come with like we got just from that little sex yeah just take one time like it we have to stop trying to quote unquote minimize the long-term effects of our actions just because we want to maximize the short-term the temporary. feelings that we get from these quote-unquote pleasures. And there was this thing in, um, I think it's Proverbs chapter 24, um, King Solomon said, put a knife to thy throat if that be a man given to appetite. And the thing is, if you read it in context, he was talking about when you sit there before a ruler, he was just talking about like, don't eat everything that's at their table. Because some of those things are not good for you, not good for your body. And when I thought, when I when I kept listening to be not a man given to appetite, I'm thinking I need to control my physical appetite with my food. So that helps with the me being a vegan, vegetarian type of thing. I started that back in 2016 because I was watching this video about the law of attraction. Jack Canfield had this this web this, this seminar and they reported they put it on YouTube and I watched it, it was an hour and fifty nine minutes. I'll tell you about it. it was by the grace of God I, I found that. So I believe it was January twenty seventh or January twenty eighth of twenty sixteen. I watched it, I sat in the bed, I watched it. Like I just held we talked about it. That's when you were saying that you were about to go fry the chicken. Yeah, because I had I had I had it, it was golden grilling. I had already I, I used to eat like two chicken breasts every night because I was trying to get swole. I was like one sixty and I was in the gym every day at Savannah State. I was doing legs, I was doing abs, I was doing everything. I was like, you know, I'm trying to get big. And I was I was doing, like, I ain't gonna lie to you, over time, I've always had a mind, a thought process of growth mindset, right? You know, they say a growth mindset is if you believe that you don't have something now, you think and you know that you can learn, you can get it. Like, that is something that was given to me as a child because I had this teacher by the name of Miss Jeannie Plater. And she gave me this book and it was like a hundred or 200 scientific facts. It was this little small, like blue book. Y'all can probably find it on um, Amazon now or eBay or something. But she gave me that book. Cause I was like, I was like really her favorite student. Like I used to call her mom sometimes. This one, I was calling my mom. But like, it's like really like that's the Calling your personal mom. Yeah. That's the school system. Like they have you in this woman's face. Eight hours a day. So 
we cool now. I, I think the last time I talked to her was 2020. Um, she said she's proud of me because I'm building a business and, you know, just being, being you, you turned myself. out to be a great Negro. <laughs> turned out to be a great one. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, the, the growth mindset is like, it's very imperative because some people are thinking, oh, if I, if they think if they don't have it now, they're not going to get it. That's one of the worst things you can think because if that is the case for you thinking your current circumstances are going to be your destiny, you think that's your fate. You feel what I'm saying? And one thing I saw, I'll be looking at different quotes and stuff like that regarding thought process, mindset, religion on Instagram. And this was one dude, he says, um, I think they call him sad guru or something like that. Or I had to find in my phone, but he says, destiny is what you create. Fate is what happens if you don't do anything. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm in control of all that with my life, with my time, what I do what I'm putting my mind on, everything, I'm in control. So when it comes to me learning these things about which people to hang around or um, what it what it takes when it comes to money or growing my muscles or changing my mindset, when it, that moment I was like, after watching that, that law of attraction, it was like your energy, law of, like your energy, it brings stuff to you. And I told myself, like, I got to raise my energy. I'm not about to eat this chicken because it's dead. It doesn't raise my energy. That was 2016. And over time, people have asked me a lot of things like, oh, why you don't eat meat? Why you don't eat? Like, it's almost every time you sit down with black people, they ask me, like, oh, why you don't eat this? Do you think you're better than us? <laughs> no, I mean, what? That's, that's like, that's an implied thing. Like, oh, why you don't eat this? I'm like, no, I don't eat that. It's dead. Yeah. I, why would... I mean, we just keep eating something that's dead. It's, it's gonna like, kill you. It's gonna get yeah, you cancer. Yeah, we killed it to eat it to kill us. And it's, it's gonna give you cancer. Yeah, but back to you know before I give it to bro, mm -hmm. I wanted to touch on something that you said that I've been telling them for a uh, a long time these past few weeks mm -hmm. when you spoke about the red flags that you exhibited and then you. Notice and with you and going. Your girl, right? Because I was like, you know, this might equal. If we both got red flags, just, but I was know, I telling, I was telling people though, every time situations come, the person that complains is always at fault because this. When something is bothering you, mm -hmm. someone's is doing something to you. You're in a relationship, your partner, and it's bothering you. Mm -hmm. It's bothering you. It's working your nerves. You're like, oh, my God, I can't take this. How can you expect someone to change something if you did not acknowledge it and bring it to their attention? You're just thinking that they're going to guess to just stop. If you have not addressed it to tell them that it bothers you, mm -hmm. it won't stop. Mm -hmm. That's 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 your fault there. Mm -hmm. The second one is your fault. This is how you know it's going to always be your fault. If you address it, you tell them that it bothers you. You tell them that it really, you know, it really drains you, it's hurting you. And if they don't try to change it and they still stay the course and you like what you did, you say, well, I love them. This is my my equal. This is da da da. And you continue to be drained. That's your fault again. I said, because you know, definitely if because at the end of the day, all they can do is try. Mm -hmm. So even if they try and can't. Now, again, it's up to you to see the growth, the attempt and ask yourself, no matter how much they try, if it's not going to go away, 
can you still deal with that? Because you see them trying. Can it be something that you can stomach? Is it something that you can live with as it, you just make it better as time go on? It's not going to go away. But can you stomach it? And again, that is your fault. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's up to us. Whatever that we receive, it is our mm-hmm. fault mm-hmm. because we're going to choose to receive it or not. Mm-hmm. And if we are staying receiving it, the drain, the stress that comes along with it, mm-hmm. stop blaming the other person. Yeah. It's you. Stop yeah. deflecting. And saying, you hurt me. You did this to me. The continuous part is on you. The first mm-hmm. time they did it, it it's was like, them. Dang, I didn't know they was going to do this. Yes. And the first time, it's, it's a shock. Mm-hmm. It, so you make that decision to bring it up and say, hey, I don't like that. Can you not do that again? After that, it's on you. Mm-hmm. And if you continue to let it do whatever it do, it's on you. And, and and that's something that I've been saying for the last few that that just keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. And you said it on your end, like we just was talking about that. You know, mm-hmm. we talk on the phone three way all the time, man, in the group chat. That's just something man. we get together, start talking, man. Before you came, we talked, me and Trey started talking for about, I think it was an hour and then BJ came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it was us three talking and then we were talking for about 30 minutes. Then you came, you know, and then all of us start talking. Mm-hmm. So this is something we've been doing faithfully since the month started. Mm-hmm. We almost going strong almost a month doing yeah, this, you know. Huh? Yeah, and we've the last the whole month of March, this is we've been putting it on recordings. Mm-hmm. Like this genuine, you know, interactions we've been having, dog. This is all in the month of March. Mm-hmm. And it's 20 days in and we got so much content, so much dialogue in 20 days. And then I will also say we got to think about people that could be positively impacted by what's being said. Mm-hmm. Because let's say 30 minutes worth of content, that is something that could be listened to thousands of times by different people. And we have to use every bit. Like I, I had a little prayer before we, we turned the mics. I was thinking, like, God, let me say something that you want people to hear. Like something that's going to enrich their soul. Because when I say that God is a creator, and God has given all of us the reason and right and ability to be creators as well. We have to use that choice that we have to choose what's good and what's right for us. And I got verse after verse I can read to y'all. And there's, and there's, too. there's things I do want to say on here that directly from the Bible. But I want you to think about the filter that you have on these people that you bring in your life. because. Like I was saying, March 8th, I got real hard on myself. I'm like, yo, you did everything it took to deserve that. You chose that. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want no more qualities like this to ever pop up in my life. If I see it, I'm avoiding That's what me and her ain't talking no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, if a person come around me, they inconsistent. I'm going to tell you what. James chapter one, it says, uh, uh, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. When I tell you, like, if this person is telling me, oh, I think this way sometimes, I think that way sometimes. And, you know, I, I say this, but I do that. That don't work for me. I have only been me. It ain't it ain't Edward Fox and Eddie. It ain't that. It ain't no schizophrenia going on right now. 
You know what I'm saying? It ain't no double-minded. I'm, when I tell you something, I, I've had women over time say, I had this one young woman, this is 2016, she was like, you're the first person that has told me something and actually did it. So, so everybody around you liars? <laughs> Dang. Ralph, that's, that's, look, my thing is, I don't, I'm not here to lie to myself. I'm not here to lie to nobody else. So when I thought about what happened more recently, I was thinking, okay, this person lied to me. Guess what? I'm not going to lie to myself. This means I need to be better at sticking to my goals. There are certain things I said I wanted for my life, but over time I might have gotten too relaxed on the execution or the research or or connecting with the right people. I'm like, you know what? All this is in my hands. Anything that I don't want, I'm not going to pick it up. I'm going to look for what I do want. Every quality of God that is that is in my knowledge, I need to go get that quality because this thing about this. God is a, a lover, God is a caretaker, God is a provider. All these things that we hear in these songs and reading these verses about how great God is, I need that to be exemplified in my life. When I say exemplified in my life, I mean, when I walk into a room, I need a person to feel me and feel God and understand that when Edward speaks, he's trying to say something to your spirit to let you know, first and foremost, that you are loved, that you are valued, that you are cared for. And you are more than what these people can say that you are, because the fact of the matter is people don't know who, who knows, like, like really, who knows? Because we can look at the stock market. This business person is saying something like the people in the 90s that said Amazon wasn't going to do nothing. Bro, you sound dumb now. Who knew? Now we got prime. Come on. Like, yeah, man. and it's not just about business. But the thing is, there's people out here that might say something. Um, about you, they might say, oh, well, you ain't going to do that. Bro, you don't know that. Somebody might assess your value and say something. Oh, well, this person is just this. Yo, you don't know that. You feel what I'm saying? Another thing about it, that person is acting or saying certain things out of ignorance. Because the thing is, if they understood that, yo, you are God's child, God's spirit lives in you. Your spirit is God's spirit. And this flesh is what you're living in right now because, you know, your, your spirit needs a body. But I'm saying if we start looking and living in the spirit and not in the flesh, we will be able to understand, you know what? If there's something that's wrong happening in our lives, that's happening because of an ignorance or we're neglecting something. We're being um, negligent on either speaking up on the right thing. Say, hey, you know, I don't I don't like you said earlier. I don't like when you do this or you're allowing yourself to be around people that do not align with who you are and what you're created for. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And again, that alignment is you can be full well knowing what you're supposed to be doing today. But if you hang around somebody that ain't got nothing on their agenda, I say this and I don't, don't want to keep talking about it. I didn't talk about it enough this past week. But the wrong person, I'm, I'm going to start by this. They say somebody with nothing will help you lose everything. Mm-hmm. Shit. I say this, having a wrong person, I said, I said, have a wrong person in your life, they'll burn down your house. Because like I told the guys before we got on, before we got on the mics, my mom's house was burnt down this past Tuesday night, the house she bought in 1994, house I grew up in. And the thing is, I told her, I'm like, yo, don't rent to this person's house is not ready to be rented out. And he was there from February 21st to March 15th. I was in Atlanta on March 15th, around 11 p.m. My younger brother called me. He said, hey, so-and-so done burnt up the house. I'm like, well, I can't even go on for five minutes. I mean, I was going for about five days. But the thing is, 
it's like I was not listened to when I gave a certain advice, when I said what I said to my mom about renting the place out and the space heater being used in the problem. Like, yo, don't turn on the heater, put on more clothes, put on more covers or whatever it is while you're in this house. Like, it's going to be cold and don't use the space. Don't use the heater. Use the heater, fell asleep, mm. woke up on fire. Mm. Shit. Seriously, like this man's foot is burnt and the house burnt. You feel what I'm saying? The thing is, my mom, I told my mom, I was like, yo, you did. If I said, if you wanted the house to get burnt up, you should have, you could have did it yourself. You feel what I'm saying? Like I'm telling you, yo, you did everything it took to bring this person around. Say you rent them. Like this was to pay you $800 a month for a room. They were there for three. You didn't get your $800. And oh. then they, they that's, that's the repairs also going to be yeah. $150,000. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? $150,000 for $800. Don't make sense to me. And I'm glad so, he came because that's something we always talk about mm-hmm. too. Accountability. Yeah, because like we have to look both short term and long term. Like sometimes a lot of time we be moving too fast trying to get something done, trying to get a need fulfilled, whether it be something a bill paid or we trying to um like I can tell you with myself. When it comes to me eating food, there might be a meal that is a fast, quick meal, but it mess up my whole digestion for a few days. The things that I put more time into um, is more catered to me. Not got that thought process. I'm not just working like, you know, let me eat real quick. That's the stuff that mess me up to eat real quick. But it's like, okay, I'm going to set a time for me to eat. I know exactly what I'm going to eat. I know what's good for my body. I know what I've been taking and I know what works well for me. We have to put more time and investment into the decision that we make on every part of our lives. Because there is an order, there are steps that you take, there's different choices that you make to get you certain results. So now when I told my mom, I'm like, hey, mom, you, you, you did what it took for this to happen. And then we found out the insurance wasn't on the house like she thought. So that 150, that's gotta come from me, my brothers, and her going to get it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, cause she don't check her mail like she's supposed to. And I'm not trying to be mean to my mom. I'm just saying, I've been telling her over the months, over the years, mom, check your mail. Make sure all your paperwork done right on everything that you got going. Because you can be moving so fast. You can be paying bills. You can be handling anything, but you got to think about deal structure. United In the United States, everything is based on paperwork. If they can, they can file something today and be like, oh, all black people just deserve to die. And guess what your ass going to do? You're going to get shot. Because they say they got they, they they created the paper, they they created the the um the U.S. dollar at the Federal Reserve. Jerome Powell, he the chair. You feel what I'm saying? He's gonna print the money for the guns. And the thing is, the people are gonna do the work. And the paper is what people are gonna say. Oh, this is the reason I did it. The thing is, the paper's fake. You're real. You're doing the work for like money that's created out of thin air at the Federal Reserve. So it's like they tell us all the time. When I say it again. Paperwork is everything, especially here in the United States. You want to have your insurance lined up. You want to have your plans lined up, your business plan. Not just business, not just money, but with your life. There's certain things that you need to document. There's certain power in writing things down. You know, there's certain power in speaking. Like we read Genesis chapter one. It talks about God, what he did, what he said. Like there's creation is about speech. We can think it, we can say it, and we can do it. You feel what I'm saying? And there's this like, um, I'm going to tell you all this. I study like, I be trying to study all the different religions. I'm trying to look and see what everybody's talking about. Because that has helped me. Like, when I, like I was telling 
um, young guy earlier is like I started reading um, a proverb every day, uh, like 11 or 12. My mom told me to. But also around that same time, I was on the Internet. I was, you know, linking on somebody's Wi-Fi and I was studying about different religions. And that's how I was able to truly choose Jesus, because I'm not about to choose my ignorance. I'm going to learn about him and I'm about to learn about the others. You know what I'm saying? So over time, I've been consistently doing that and still choosing Jesus, still choosing God, still choosing the one that actually died, came back and told us the future. You feel what I'm saying? Because that's another thing I thought about. Nobody else nobody else telling you the future. You feel what I'm saying? I done studied Shiva, um, the, the Scientology. They say be, do, have. That makes sense all across the board. If you be who God created you to be, you do what God created you to do, you will have what God wants you to have. You feel what I'm saying? There's simple steps to follow. And when I study these things, I can pick up on different things and bring it um, into the formula that I use for creating the life that I want. Because like one of the last things we talked about on this podcast was how there are certain laws and certain things act like the mastermind principle, certain things happening in a church or in different events that get you to do certain things because they want a result. They have they have my mom on the organ to get people's energy up. They have the choir singing. They got a new director at the church, new choir director for a certain choir because they want more people feeling. They want people more people active in what's happening. They want more people to tithe and, and give and offering. So the thing is, not only is it a business, but the thing is you have in in these things, in these situations, you have to use a certain formula, a certain process. Like if you're trying to lose weight, okay, burn more calories than you take in. Simple. It's in in one of my mentors, his name is Alex Formosi, he, he he a money mentor. I got a bunch of money mentors and they be teaching me a lot. But some of these things I can take it into my daily life. And one of the things I asked me was like, I asked myself, I was like, you know, people, like, why are we only looking at trying to improve our lives just for money? Why not just improve your life mm, just to improve your life? Yeah. How you use your time, how you use your attention, that's not just about, oh, increasing productivity so you can get more money. Nah, it's true. You, you Whatever it is that you're working on in your life, you set it up, you plan it out correctly, you set up your goals correctly, you look at the process and you say, boom, 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 this is what I'm going to do, this is how, each, how much time each task going to take. And I do these things, I knock it out. Um, it's like you, you have things written out and you do it in an order because the thing is, if you read the Bible, there's an order to these things. You feel what I'm saying? God said, let there be light. It was like the governor day and I like the governor night. This is the thing is, God created the earth one time and that's how I've been working. We don't know. The science, nigga could tell you it's been around 135 billion years, uh, 205 million. It's, it's debatable. They like, was dinosaurs here? Was it not here? But the thing is, that sun been going up and coming down every night, every day. It's just the structures that's on the earth that's being mm-hmm. redone. It's what's around that's being recreated. Mm-hmm. But this, this unit, this, this, that globe mm-hmm. that we call earth mm-hmm. has always been here. Something yeah. has always been on this. Mm-hmm. It has changed. Many different things have changed. There's nothing new under the sun. But it's under the sun. Mm-hmm. Under the sun. That's all. It's everything under mm-hmm. the sun. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's that's going to change. But this whole thing has been here. 
Mm-hmm. But if I see you was looking something up on your uh thing. Yeah, well, I mean, um, you know, man, the information you're sharing is just profound. It's dope. And um, mm-hmm. I'm so, so glad, man, that uh, we had this opportunity that, to uh, hear you have this conversation. Um, if I can chime in. Yeah, uh, yeah this, is, talking. <laughs> this is a conversation. Yeah, um, I always like to be respectful to whoever's speaking. So, you know, I, <laughs> But, um, you know, one, one of the things that we were talking about earlier when you talk about filters, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I'm all about the scriptures too. Mm-hmm. So when you're pulling up scriptures and you're making a point about this and the scripture and making a point about that, I'm with that because that's mm-hmm. what I'm always doing. Because I'm always, I live my life based on the scriptures. Mm-hmm. You know, I call, like I said, I call the creator Elohim. That's how he identified himself in the Hebrew and Aramaic language. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I, I, I live my life <clears throat> based off of his truths and his principles. Because mm-hmm. there's truths and principles. Like, there's things to be believed, you apply, you receive. That's it. And so getting back to filters and getting back to being sensitive to energies and frequencies and all this type mm-hmm. of stuff. Well, I go to Ephesians 6, uh, mm-hmm. verse 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age, mm-hmm. against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there's multiple heavens. You have the heavens where the birds fly, mm-hmm. right? You have the heavens that's higher above that, mm-hmm. way up, way up, way up where the clouds, mm-hmm. okay? Stratosphere, all that. Right, yeah. you got mm-hmm. the heavens up where you know the planets are. Mm-hmm. And then you have the, the top of the top, where the hinge was. Mm-hmm. So there's multiple heavens. Obviously, these demons aren't where Elohim is. <laughs> they were at one point. They, they were at one point. Had to leave, yeah. But they're not there now. And so it's just like, when I say I'm real sensitive to energy, like, I can kind of tell if someone's on some other stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want that on me. Not at all. That's, that's crap to me. Like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Dodging. Dodging all that. Mm-hmm. And it's hurtful and, and detrimental to you and what you create and what you sent here for. Right. That's, that's, I, I put that in like this, this document. It's like, it's something I read like almost every morning. Cause I like this, this how I, I set up like when I say the steps and stuff like that, like I really be meaning it. So since early, I, I got the Bible out maybe like 2012, 2013, but since then, like in the morning time, I turn that Proverbs and it, it's something I've been doing for years. But more recently, as of 2020, I've started writing down. My like gratitude list, affirmations, and things like that. And I read that in the morning after. Um, I probably need to stop using the word morning because I watched this video online. It was like, you know, the different words we use, they create spells, and you know, different words have different meanings, and like it, it makes sense. So, I mean, it's in the book. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, this is the thing if 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 people would just like earlier, you were talking about. Folks saying, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus mm-hmm. do? Shows you what he would do. He came here in the flesh. Elohim in the flesh showed you what he would do. Mm-hmm. Gave the example. So and, then, and then he has a mm-hmm. whole instruction book mm-hmm. that covers everything in life and living. And then mm-hmm. so people will say, everything. What do you mean by everything? What about this? It's there too. Everything. Mm-hmm. What about that? What part of everything is not part of everything? What part of all is not part of all? So if you ask a question about this, hey, the answer's in the scriptures. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't the creator who created everything 
have the answer to everything? Mm-hmm. What a profound statement. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. Everything physical, spiritual, emotional, financial, even financial. Even financial. So, you know, it's it's just like, okay, well, some people will complicate it. Some people say, yeah, well, did he really mean that? That's, that's about their own doubt. It's like, look, if if he says that all scripture is given by his inspiration, mm-hmm. then, okay, whatever you need the answer to, just diligently search the scriptures to find the answer to whatever mm-hmm. the problem or the issue is. And then the real question becomes, are you willing to have the will with all to apply it when you find out what's the right thing to do? Because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the thing that, that I would say, I don't, don't want to say frustrates me. No, no, let's be real. One of the things that frustrates me sometimes, and it's not even with scriptural stuff, it's just secular stuff. You mm-hmm. know, I was talking to, to Jay about this a couple of weeks ago. And I had, a, I had a friend that, you know, had a goal mm-hmm. that she supposedly wanted. And I said, okay, well, I'll help you get that goal. She had this goal she wanted to reach, and I, I tried to help her get reach this goal. And after a while, it seemed like I wanted the goal more than she wanted it. Mm-hmm. So that made me upset because I was just like, you're not serious. Now you're wasting my time. Why is not fair? Whatever. You know what I mean? And then I changed up my approach because I said, okay, well, let me just say, okay, look, I'm grateful. I'm thankful that you at least you attempted. And, you know, whenever you're ready to be serious, then we'll take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Not ready. What frustrates me is that people will ask questions about things or people will, will complain about this and complain about that. They bring their issues to you about this and that. And then you say, okay, well, this is the remedy. That can't be the remedy. Uh, well, I'm not willing to do that. Well, that's the remedy, though. That's, that's what's going to help you solve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can't be it. People usually want you to just listen, and and and, and sometimes that's that, that. I was in school for social work. I decided to myself like I'm not about to sit behind no desk and ask ask somebody to come to me talking about oh what happened in their childhood and why they do this, why they feel this way. And that's not for me. If you bring me problems, you bring me a business problem. I got a solution for you. Don't pay me. Right. That's what I do. I left college because I yo that's I'm not about to, y'all not about to charge me to read a book. And then, at, at best, with a master's degree in social work, you get paid $45,000 a year. Yeah. Or for me, they said, they said my, I had a professor, Dr. Duncan, she was like, Edward Fox is going to be y'all boss. But they said, you know, just he's a man, and and um, social work field is majorly women, so he will be y'all boss. And she was like, there's a glass ceiling, and there's a glass escalator, and some other thing like that. Well, uh, there's an escalator <laughs> leading up to the glass ceiling. <laughs> and it was saying I could break through it, but some of my colleagues wouldn't. I was like, you know, I told myself, like, man, one of the best things I could do for social work for the people is build businesses and create social work programs that I could hire people that went to school with me or didn't go to school with me. I could pay them 60 bands or more and they could get rewarded more for what they're able to do because Social workers, it's more about finding resources and connecting people with resources when something's going wrong or what things are going right. It's like helping them get and see more of what's available, what their possibilities are. And that's a strong suit of mind. Somebody come to you with something like, okay, let's see what you can do. But like like you said, if they're not willing to do that, 
I might not even be one to feel like talking about it. You know, something I like that you said earlier and you and Jay were talking about earlier was, you know, instead of complaining, instead of saying, someone's have to get you whatever, hey, here's a solution. Let's do this. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. You know, um, a couple months back, I ran into somebody on YouTube by accident. Calls himself the Wall Street chapter. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about the stock market and talking about, you know, getting into that. And he broke it down where the average Joe could get it. Mm -hmm. um, because somebody had introduced the stock market and all that stuff, type of stuff to me before. But at the time, I wasn't really open to it. And so I was looking, listening to Wall Street Trapper. I was like, man, yeah, I got excited about it. Mm -hmm. I can get into this. And one of the things that Wall Street Trapper says is Wall Street looks like us now. And he's talking about us. Yeah. Wall Street looks like us now. He made the stock market, he swagged out and looked cool. And he's changing people's lives mm -hmm. with this information, helping them understand this. And one of the things that me and Jay were talking about earlier, you know, he's got his podcast. And he's wearing his gear from his own podcast, mm -hmm. hats, you know, bands from his own podcast. Mm -hmm. And something that Wall Street Chopper said that I thought was profound, he was just like, you know what? I can walk into I can walk into the Nike store and I can buy me, you know, 200 pair of Nike, Nikes. Mm -hmm. Or I could go on the stock market and I can buy part of that stock. Mm -hmm. And then I can go into the Nike store and look around and be like, I'm part owner of this now. Exactly. So I'm wearing my own merchandise. It's a different mindset. It's a different mindset. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I love being around this type of energy. I love being around people that have the kind of mindset that y'all have. Because mm -hmm. when you're around people that minds, if, if you're constantly surrounded around people that have a mindset that's way below yours, mm -hmm. you can't elevate, you can't grow, you can't really get to that next level. You know, I try to be around people that Mindset is just a little bit my like my mentor. Mm -hmm. My mentor, shout out to my mentor. <laughs> I'm not gonna say his name for a good reason. But one of the things that I like about my mentor is that he's always elevating my mindset to the next level mm -hmm. across the board. He also happens to be my sensei. <laughs> mm -hmm. I would venture to say he's a genius. Some of the things that he talks about, I'm like, who thinks of this kind of stuff? Mm -hmm. You know, and you have to, that kind of stuff challenges you. You know yeah, what I mean? You need challenges. You need challenges. Because mm -hmm. I can't be around, I can't be around people that are not going to challenge me. Yeah, it doesn't help you. You're not going to get anywhere. And one of the things that I covered with uh, one of the elders at the church yesterday, you know, I was talking about how I made some changes in my life and how one of the specific changes I made was very, very, very tough for me. Like, mm -hmm. very, very hard. And she said, well, if it was easy, you couldn't grow. Mm -hmm. Or pain, and I said, you know that that's a profound statement that you just made, Elder. Mm -hmm. If it was easy, I wouldn't grow. And it's mm -hmm. just like in the gym, yeah, time and attention, right? Mm -hmm. If you're sitting there and lifting the same light weight, it's like it's ten pounds, man. I don't weigh nothing. So you can get toned, but you ain't about to grow. You ain't about to grow. Yeah, you might burn some fat off. Gotta up the weight, time and attention. Mm -hmm. And then once that weight gets easier, then you go up again yeah, so that the muscles can grow. Progressive so it's got to be tough. It's got to be hard for you in order for you to get, get to that next level. And so, um, yeah, man, uh, man, I'm really feeling this conversation. <laughs> I really, really am. The, it's 
when you were saying about your sensei, mm-hmm. um, people don't understand any martial arts self-defense is people look at it and want to go because they think they can teach you how to fight. It's about discipline. Yeah, self-control. It's self-control and feeling. Mm-hmm. How to control your emotions, how to control your anger, how to control how you move. Mm-hmm. Most of the things you can see Jackie Chan, you can see Bruce Lee, you can see even your regular sensei block a punch. How they can feel someone coming behind them, they're able to react. Mm-hmm. It's all about feeling. People who don't know within the spiritual being and being able to sense and feel karate is never going to be for you. You have to channel into your trust of what you're feeling. That's how you can know someone's behind you. Mm-hmm. You're tapped in into energy. Mm-hmm. The unwit, the unruly energy that's coming behind you is with ticks you and you feel like something's not right. Something's coming. Like a spider sense, but exactly it's energy. It's energy. Yeah. The first know. thing before you before people think it's just about timing to block, you have to learn how to challenge and trust your energy and how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. You're able to feel the next move the person is about to do or to feel how they're coming. It's nothing about the now. Most of it is Quickness and reaction. Mm-hmm. Your reaction time is based on how quick you answer to what you're about to feel. Mm-hmm. Feel someone is about to, you know how you always, someone stands over you, you like, I feel threatened. You don't know what they're about to do, but you're preparing yourself because you know trouble is arising. Mm-hmm. So people just think about the action part of it. Looks cool. Oh, I know how to block a punch. I know how to duck a kick. I know how to bob and weave, but all of it channeling energy. And that's a big part of when you say you fell in the conversation and you, you're surrounding yourself about like-minded people. You have to also make sure you know the difference between book smart people, common sense people, mm-hmm. and people who knows energy. A lot of people who just know, you know, when you see Ed, Ed is a big person that reads, but is he just a person that's just going to read a book and think that he can go talk to anybody down on them because he know they don't read. So he can go in a room full of dummies, a room full of people who don't read and his word is law. You know what I'm saying? Or he can come in a room with somebody like me. Yeah, I don't read much. I love the way he reads. I love his intelligence, this, that, and the other. But if I already felt that he ain't right, I don't give a damn what he read. You know what I'm saying? You can talk over my head all you want about your stock market, about, you know, things you read. That's fine. But if I know your energy ain't genuine, I ain't hitting it. If I feel like you just a fast talker, a car salesman, it's Mr. Real Estate, you know what I'm saying? You just trying to get that bread. I can feel that. But not only that, but he speaks spiritually. You know what I'm saying? First of all, he was raised by his mom. You know what I'm saying? Someone, he just told us, she just bought everything just so, you know what I'm saying, for the kids. Just to, you know, she wanted to do it, but you got kids over there who you want to stay athletic. You want them to stay fit. If you have active boys, all of them are boys. 
you know, they're going to jump on some shit and stay active. Mm-hmm. It's going to get some wear and tear out of it. Either they're going to jump on it, flip on it, tear it up. Mm-hmm. They're going to learn how to use it, but it's going to get use out of it. Just because I'm not using it, my boys will use it. If I had a house full of girls, yeah, you know, because women, they don't feel like it. Tummy hurt, I'm mad, I'm sad. Blase, blase, you know what I'm saying? But little boys. That too, but but you got to know how to channel that energy though. You know what I'm saying? Because they, you know, emotional energy, you go through so much and it becomes draining when it's bad. You know what I'm saying? The only thing when you're an emotional individual, the only thing that can make you want to go do something productive, you have to feel good. You have to feel excited. One small knickknack, one thing that feel like it it turns your world upside down, you're done. If you if you operate fully on emotion, if it's no good in it at all, it messes up. Or if bad starts it off, you don't even give it a chance to warm itself up to get good. Once that bad hit that situation, your ears turn off, your energy turn off. So that's why he was saying, you know, it gets a lot of good out of it. But he speaks about Proverbs. That's how the things I I always tell you, too. If you listen to a person long enough, they will tell you what you want to know. That's on their heart. Yeah. It talks about how you just let them talk. You let them talk. He spilled for a long time. And any and people think I have to ask you questions to get what I'm looking for. No, just let someone talk. They're going to genuinely give you what you want to hear, mm-hmm. especially when they're tapped in energy wise mm-hmm. on a certain level, too, because when it's it's not on you, it's in you. You know what I'm saying? When you look at him, he's buttoned down nice. So he already comes with the appearance for you. He's already got that part. He opened his mouth. You're like, okay, look good. Maybe that nigga just opted. You know, maybe look, you just, you know, chameleons just can change their appearance just to fit into where they need to. But when he add the action behind it, you like, oh yeah, that motherfucker, they next level. That's that's some serious shit. But the thing about it is, when he said, damn, you just, how do you feel? How can you think that? I was not about what I was talking about. You just surround yourself with liars. It's just like people don't know how to know what's real. It's not even about dealing with liars. They don't know how it feels because they open up to the liars. And they don't have filters. They open up to the liars. Mm -hmm. And then once they find a liar, you know, they have to get rid of that liar. They don't even know how to feel the next person that's genuine. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to feel, so they don't know how to even distinguish right, wrong, or indifferent. They don't know. They just know, mm, let me make sure I I, I clam tight because I don't want to get hurt again. Mm-hmm. And, and, and every time we get together, man, it's a high spiritual talk with it. Always. You know, he speaks about his family all the time, the relationship with his mom, his brothers, his business. He talk about that shit all the time. And he implements that in everything he talks about in his life of what he does in his business outside of the house. But it always comes back into family. It always the ties of that is genuine love. That means they came, they were brought together tight growing up and that, that bond can't be broken. Yeah, they're going to piss me off, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, you get frustrated all the time with your mom. Me I too. All the time. Yeah, you, like, doing like, like, you know what I'm saying? How you bring a nigga around you to burn down your house? <laughs> the house was built in 1970, right? So the house been there for 50 years. This man was there for three weeks, February 21st, to March 20, like March 15th. So it's like been there like three weeks. Three weeks. You already burned down the house. Like what does that say about him? But, but how can you take care of something that you've never, you ever been able, you've never had before? Mm-hmm. That goes to someone does not know how to take care of things. Some many people they don't want to even live in an apartment. They will rent a house. Anybody that you and that says a lot too. When you're in that business of real estate or renting property, you have to understand too knowing your clientele. Mm-hmm. Someone says, "I want to rent a room." <laughs> a room. They, you tell that person, you're coming to a full house, right? Let me rent a room. And not saying that someone sees a full house and just wants the room. He's telling you it's some, it's some other rooms in the house that's not ready yet. Mm-hmm. But you're okay with that. You're like, fuck it. Get it whenever you can. I just need that room that's available. And the kicker is his last house burnt down by like supposedly big room. So it's like. He's an arsonist. <laughs> I I mean that a red flag, mm-hmm. red flag again, so, Mister Ed. So that's what I'm saying. Like first, was like first, like I like I was telling young man earlier. My first thought was like, okay, let's not rent to him because the place ain't fully ready for that. I'm thinking about based on his safety, make sure everything good. It's not ready. My mom wanted some money, but I'm saying that's what I'm saying. People might move too fast and get some money. She was get eight hundred dollars a month. Three weeks went by. The house on fire. Now you got to spend one hundred fifty thousand. You ain't get your eight hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to think not only short term but long term as well about this stuff. Because I be telling people like I make money on the internet. Like I do digital marketing, advertising. I like I saw these Ty Lopez ads on YouTube and Facebook in 2016. I was like, yo, when I get my refund check, I'm getting this course. You know what I'm saying? So I've really been studying marketing intensively. That's the one that. That's the one that. Uh, he had the library. Yeah. And the big the the white women. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember you talking about that one. Yeah. So that dude has continually helped me make money, and the thing is, if you was to sit down and talk with him, he'll also talk to you about different religions or different mindsets that you might and encounter over time. Because the thing is. Like I said before on the other podcast, what really got me to buy from him was first off all those books he had, because I've always envisioned myself as a person to have a library instead of a man cave. A library or a study definitely makes way more sense because you can go in and you can get fed okay, from, from, from the, from the, from okay, the words pastor. that you read in these books. But a man cave was like, y'all sitting down watching the NFL. You Jacob know, they, 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 Jacob Bill. I don't like beer. I'm not, I don't drink alcohol. I don't. It's not for me. Like, I remember once, and, and this is a sad thing, but I'm going to tell you, um, it was December, um, it was December of 2015. I believe it was December 4th, but one of my homegirls, she was actually murdered by her child's father. And then later on that day, around one or two o'clock, he, he, um, he murdered himself. So, like, the police was after him, and it's like that was a horrible day. Now their child being raised by his grandmother, and he don't have neither one of his biological parents. So it's like that hurts me to think about. 
And later on that night, one of my homeboys came by and he had some, he had some, he had some brown liquor in the car. And I, I technically I was, I was underage too. And I was drinking alcohol. I got, I, I was 19. I got drunk. I was hurt. And next day I woke up, hangover. She was still dead. That drinking shouldn't work for me. Cause this was not going to change nothing. You feel what I'm saying? So, and then I, um, I, I told somebody else something the other day. Um, when it comes to the people that you choose to have sex with, I say you want to ask this question to yourself. Would you want to become this person? Like spiritually, mentally, emotionally, would you want to be this person? Because when y'all do this act, it's not just physical. You're not just getting no nut. You know what I'm saying? It's not just, you might not even get your nut if, you, if y'all know what y'all doing. It's 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 a spiritual thing. It's mental. It's emotional. And it even can be financial as well. Because I tell you what, after I stopped messing with that young lady, my, my money started coming in real fast. You feel what I'm saying? People could take your energy. And I, I honestly felt like last year, I'm like, yo, after I started having sex again, like I felt like something was stolen from me, like energy-wise. And like mentally as well. So um, it's like, I know being celibate, I have more focus. I have more vitality. Like, Sometimes I need less sleep. I feel like, sometimes I feel 20 years old again. So I remember I was 20 years old. I might wake up at six o'clock in the morning. I jump right up out of bed. And it was crazy. It was like, man, it's just like, you know, your vitality, you have all of who you are. And then you have more of your time for focus. You can read more books. I was like, this past Friday night, I was thinking, I was like, you know, let me hit this young lady up. And I was like, you know what? Instead of that, I really want to work. I want to work on me. I want to work on my business. There's something I can read. There's something I can be creating. I can be building a website. I worked on a sales phone for a client. I worked on my Fox Emergence website. I got other things I was working on. It's like hanging out with her for a couple of hours. That'd be cool. You know, have feminine energy around me, which I really do love and appreciate because I love women, um, especially black women. She's a very beautiful young black woman. She's awesome. She seems cool. But the thing is, when we talk on the phone, she got some negative stuff to talk about. I'm like, all right. I'm not kicking it with her. You know what I'm saying? Like she fine, but I ain't fucking with that. And and it's it's not a it's not a I'm not trying to say that to be mean. It's like I went on a date this past Wednesday night. I was in Atlanta and I knew I was gonna come back on Wednesday because I had a date with this young woman. I had been like waiting a while. But um, we went up to, I ain't gonna lie, she hear this, she was like, oh, fuck him. That's what she told me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I've been already talking about God. I said that word, but seriously, she's probably gonna think that. But both, like that night, I was like, man, red flags. I should've stayed in Atlanta. And um, it's just some of the things she was talking about was showing me her mindset on her life. She went like her job, she went, she went like she don't like she, she works on making like how much money she make and I was asking like what are you doing to change that and didn't have much of an answer for me and I was thinking to myself I'm like yeah I ain't dating no broken but you know and, what she'll be a fool to you know she if she listen to it she better internalize that by herself she better not make sure she tell anybody you were talking about her. You ain't say no name. You ain't, you know what I'm saying? That's something you need to eat. And two things. Cause again, how she improves, it, it's gonna be her fault. Either take that and say, well, let me reflect on that because that was a nice brother. And you know, maybe I've heard this many times and he's, you know, this is another person that has said this about me. Are you gonna change that about you? You know, are you gonna take that 
and not feel some type of way and go bash the person. He didn't call your name. Didn't say anything. Don't go tell your friend. Like, do you know this nigga? Now, once you tell him that, other people gonna find out that that was you because what? That friend. Somebody else gonna hear it and be like, you know what they talking about, eh? I'm telling nobody. That's the first thing black folks be like, look, I'm telling nobody. I told you this, man. But blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've been doing a lot of different things. I ain't gonna front. You guys, I've had you guys around way, you know, before Trey came back walking his journey, I had already heard about yours. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you guys have really made, you know, not busting the nuts sound very fun. You know it what I'm is. saying? Like, and I've been definitely, <laughs> I've been definitely channeling, channeling that. And I, you know, you're right. It's, you think more, you have more ideas. Body it's like, you, you got, and that's the first time that, you know, that's growth because it's just like, bro, you're not busting on nuts, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I mean, at least, I mean, got a lot of shit built up. At least I can do a spill. You know what I'm saying? But you got to think about that, though. Like, it's, you got to think about it. And, and I don't even want you to start to think about it spiritually because everybody not also look at it that way. I want you to look at it physically. How good is it for your body to actually retain? I mean, not saying, I'm not talking about like, let's be these guys on YouTube, like, okay, semen retention. And, and this, I'm, not, I'm saying, bro, think about your life, your testosterone levels, your the mental space that you're in, your energy. Like Proverbs chapter 31, the words of King Lemuel, the words from his mother, um, she says, it is, it's, okay, she says, do not give your strength unto women. It is not for kings to drink strong drink, no, no princes, wine. You feel what I'm saying? So like, that's things I've been telling people and people argue me down. This is, and this, I had a date with another. That, and now I'm getting so one of the first dates me and this woman had back in 2020. She was cool. We met, we met at this like sushi spot. I was on the phone with my other homegirls, and I was like, "Yo, we not supposed to drink alcohol." Like the Bible tells us, Proverbs chapter one and Proverbs other ones, like, "Yo, you only drink, give strong drink to those that are ready to perish. Perish don't sound good." And the young lady, my homegirl, she was like, "You know, well, I asked my dad about it, and you know, he's um." He, he does this at the church and he says, you know, drink and not get drunk. But I'm like, yo, but the thing is, it say if you drink it at all, you feel what I'm saying? Like you really putting yourself in a bad spot. Well, you know, when you, when you about to do that. I'm, I want you to know I'm taking communion. You know what I'm saying? It's not to get drunk. I'm just taking communion, bro. You know what I'm saying? I eat, I eat the bread and they say, they tell you eating bread is what the alcohol stick. No, that's the bread for your communion. And then, you know, that's what I'm saying. But you're right. It is because it alters your mind. You can't think. And your body. And your body. You can't think right. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But you're right. Once I started tapping in and looking at the things you guys do, I've I've implemented it in my life. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you know, yes, it makes my mind more clear. It does. It shows. And it's like, damn, this new me? Sheesh. Like, you know, but then you, you, you start to find other things to do. You talk, you know what I'm saying? You have conversations, you know, vital conversations, you know, you think of more things to talk about to people mm-hmm. to just get ideas and see how others are thinking, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and you, your mind would just blow on how you just be like, well, I was thinking about this and da, da, da. And then you look at people, their facial expressions of, 
your how they're looking at you with your responses and mm. they're blown away and you know and then you start moving towards the things that you're thinking and you're actually putting action towards it man my platform itself has just blown like mm. i remember when you guys first came when you and ken was coming on it was just a little seed mm-hmm. it was just that like and bro i never could imagine that it has become this, but not only that, like what it is about to even mm-hmm. be holistically. Like if I've gotten here just doing this, mm-hmm. when I just lock in and continue my journey, just imagine what it's gonna be, but also keeping these type of people around me mm-hmm. to give you strength, you know, to have people that's not going to. If I'm a crackhead, why would I still hang around crack fiends if I'm trying to stop smoking crack? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, stop why? me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh, I'm, I'm working on that. Okay. <laughs> I'm working on that. I like, it's, it's, I'm, like, I'm, I'm working on it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, meat plays a big part of life because it's learned behavior, though, bro. Mm-hmm. It's learned behavior. Anything that you learn from a child, mm-hmm. you have to, you have to rewash yourself. So you're right. Like the meat, like I'm not, I'm, I'm just seeing myself. I don't know how to eat a side without meat. Cause I don't know. I'm eating rice and beans and with a meat, bro. Like, I'm, I'm going to say something, say something. Meat. From some, you sound like a, a young lady else to talk to. Not <laughs> but I'm not even trying to be funny, but that is funny. So one thing I thought of in 2016, when it came to me talking to people about me being celibate or me being a vegetarian, I came to the conclusion that it's the same reason for both. They, they don't want to be a vegetarian and they don't want to be celibate because they love me. <laughs> <laughs> and I caught that when you said it. was like, you know, you sound like a female. That all you said. I, I know that you said that, but I was like, well, maybe you just go gloss over that and keep going, but you're right. I mean, people say they need, they need protein. I'm like, yo, you can get protein from all the things that God created. Like beans, um, brown rice got protein. Like, you eat beets? Um, I, I do need to eat more beets. There's like beet juice that you can get from um uh whole food, which I be buzzing. It's amazing. People say it tastes like dirt a little bit, but it's like dirt at the top. And <laughs> How the fuck we know it? Well, I guess because you fall and you get dirty in your mouth, but yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I was about to say I didn't know what dirt tastes like, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> but drinking it, like drinking it. Mm-hmm. Beet juice. So it just feel like it'll get stuck going down like what do you it just what, feel like it just look heavy even when you grind it down bro like you squeeze it it still it looks depends on who you go to because you know you can get orange juice from anywhere and some of some orange juice that might have more pulp than others but anything that if you waste it and it stains bro it's just like oh yeah that's that shit gonna stick to you dog like you can't get it don't look like it's gonna take like some real some real effort to get beats out your shirt uh, a white shirt mm-hmm. like or any color shirt. But well, one thing about the, the human body, the stomach, it has these super powerful um, acids and enzymes and, and microbiotic biomes and stuff like that. So when we talk about, I, I like to say this, like when you control your hunger and your horniness, you really got a lot of control over a lot in life because the thing that people are controlled by most is their physical desires, the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh. 
doggone what you want to put in your body when it comes to food or what you want to do with your body when it comes to being horny. So when we have more control over that, it's like now your decision-making skills change because you're like, all right, either I can eat this food that is just going to fill my stomach or I'm going to eat something that's going to be nutritious and actually fuel me and make me better because the thing is we got to think about the fact why scientists call the stomach the second brain. All this stuff is supposed to be working together for our good. And that's why I say I study all the different, I'm studying different religions, I'm studying the sciences. The thing is, you want to learn all these different things to create your formula to create the life that you want. Because again, with the energy, the laws of attraction, the law of polarity, like all these different 12 laws, of the universal laws of the universe, it says more than 12, but you got to research it. Um, um, I, I heard about the law of assumption the other day. I just be assuming. I just know for a fact that my life. I'm. I as a child, like I was born to be rich. I was in third grade. I was like, I was young. I used to write my name over all my papers. I used to like sign. Like after I learned how to do cursive, I just do cursive. My name over every Your autograph. And I felt. I felt. I was like. I told him I was at Gaston. I was like seven years old. I was getting suspended, and I had to sign my name. I was like, you know what? In the future, one of these teachers they gonna find this file. And they're going to sell it when I'm rich because <laughs> it's got my autograph on it. And I said it as a child. And I've also had other things I thought of as a child, like building a, a home for better women and children, um, winning the lottery and taking care of homeless people and stuff like that. It's like, I know my life ain't just about this body. My life ain't about me being hungry. My life ain't about the clothes I wear. My life isn't about, you know, just whatever it is that we can think that physical human life is about. Because once we really start getting away from the vanity and start getting away from falling behind what people can tell you, because the thing is, you get on the internet, there's always something freaking new every few minutes. They got the Ukraine, um, and COVID, COVID. They got they got different apps coming out. They got different websites. They got a different scandal with a celebrity. They got like, oh my god, it's it's, it's so it's much. A, it's a it's a lot. It's a lot. And they're and they trying to constantly keep your attention, your focus. Like I said earlier, you can have time all day, but it's what you're doing with your attention. They say where your attention flows, your energy goes, right? They're not saying your time. Because you, we could sit, if we was just to sit here, we can have the mics on, just sit here and not say anything and not have our attention on the mic. We not have our attention on the podcast and we're just like sitting here doing nothing. The people that are Listening and giving their attention to the podcast will get nothing from us if we were just sitting and doing nothing. But since we have our time, our focus, and our attention and our mindset on giving something to the people that's listening, that's what we're, we're putting our energy towards that. And people are going to get energy from us as well because the thing is, each and every word carries an energy with it. So that's what I was saying earlier. We got to speak differently. We got to think differently. Again, a part of creation is speech. You think it. You say it, you create it with your hands. And again, I'm so inspired by God because God created the earth one time and it's been working. And now I'll go back to that day I was um in April, I was with the homie, you know, my homie with my clients, also my brother as well. But he was listening to that, um, to that live on Instagram, Financially Fits, the guy that named Fitzgerald, he's from Savannah. He's a little bit older than us, but he was talking about decentralized. Decentralized currency, decentralized this, decentralized that. The thing is, decentralized is if the people, if the farmers that deliver their food to Whole Foods, Walmart, Target, and Publix don't deliver tomorrow, we 
do not have food. That's centralized. That's very centralized. That is scary. So let's think about this. Your money. What are we seeing happen with what they call Russian oligarchs right now? People in Russia getting sanctioned. They're like, yo, we're not about to sit. Like, yo, different avenues I was using to move money around, we're not using it. Y'all banks are being shut down. Y'all not getting no U.S. dollars. We're not about to buy oil from y'all no more. There's certain countries that are going to still do it because they don't care. But they're being sanctioned. And I have to go out on a limb and say this, but once we also see the articles about Ukraine, the articles about sanctions with Russia, and then on, on my Facebook news feed, I see article about Wells Fargo denying black people loans when they're giving loans to white people that still make less money than black people that they deny loans to. That's a sanction. You need to decentralize. You need to be having crypto. You need to be growing your own food in your own your front yard, in your backyard. It might be illegal in certain places because, of course, they, they want it centralized. The thing is, the people that, like I said earlier, paperwork is super important here in the United States because, like, there's this um, there's this Flora Act in um in Australia, but it made all the people, all the Aborigines, it made them to where they were like they were they were equal to like flowers and animals. You know what I'm saying? Like a person, like if we can read the books. Like the books are important. Like history. Well, social studies has always been my favorite subject in school because you telling me these people will come over here, they get funding, they get they come over here, they get these boats, kill people, they rape them, put them in slavery, and they like, oh well, we wrote this down, so it's all cool. Like, what about jail? Even now, it's slavery, and they got legislation. Legislation is like, oh well, it's all cool. Y'all was black and y'all was outside and y'all did this and we had the right to do this. I don't like none of that. I'm really going to leave. But before I leave, I want to show other people how to get about the system. I don't have to say get about the system. I'm not just talking about you. I mean, like, when you look at the system, I want you to look at it as in, this is a matrix. This is an algorithm that can be learned. We can learn these rules. We can learn what they say. We can learn how to, the ins and the outs of it. And we can participate on the thing that we want to participate on. But the thing is, the dude financially fit said the other day, he said, you see what's happening. He said it in the story. So y'all see what's happening with Russia? The thing is, you don't own this money. You just rent it because they control it. That's centralized. So the thing is, grow your own food. The sun goes up and it goes down. Get some solar power at your house. You have to look at how can you be more self-sufficient when it comes to everything that is maintaining this human body. And then the people around you should be, you know, getting getting towards thinking on the same level. Because the thing is, if me and the people that's living in my neighborhood, we all shopping at Walmart. If the people, if the farmers don't send no food to Walmart, yo, what are we going to do? We got canned foods in our house, but some of us have more than others. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we have to start really looking because there's people on the Internet saying right now, as of May of 2022, there are going to be massive food shortages. And I'm already telling people. That based on what I've been seeing online, wheat prices have already went up by 52%. We, we're talking about gas, but what about your food? People are going to have to start really hoeing in their backyard real soon, like as of this week. So before, before I get off this podcast, people really need to start preparing themselves mentally and emotionally. They need to buy books. Um, they need to be studying survival tactics. 
and and not just survival techniques, but like thriving. Like, how do you create a homestead? That's that's the thing. A lot of white people be looking at stuff up, be buying land, living on the land, having um, solar panels. They be having generators out there. They be buying guns and building bunkers and stuff like that. And I've been studying that stuff for years. And back in 2016, I told myself, I was like, I'm going to I'm going to prepare for the next recession. And I don't even like the word recession, but it's when a lot of people get into a mindset of they thinking that they can't do things that they used to do. They thinking they thinking negatively. They're not making as much money. They about to lose their house and this and this and that. And since that time, I've been learning different ways to get in control of properties like that. Because again, paperwork. A person is about to go, and this this might be like a, a real estate thing right now, but like a real estate advice, but. A person that has a mortgage, if they get like two to three months behind their mortgage, that mortgage, the house now goes into pre foreclosure. If you go to the person that was, I was like, hey, I mean, the person that has the loan, because they don't own the house. The thing is, y'all don't own shit, really. The bank. And the thing is, the bank creates money out of thin air. They loan it to you for things that are actually real. Like this house that we're in, this is a real house. You can touch this, you can feel this, you can raise your children in this. A dollar. That's just a thing that we use to exchange this IOU. And there's a dude named Ray Dalio. He started this um this hedge fund by the, or a private equity fund by the name of Bridgewater back in 1975. And dudes are like a billionaire. He his Bridgewater has, I believe, over two hundred million dollars. Oh no, two hundred billion dollars assets under management. Like these companies own businesses, they own real estate, some of them own banks in a way. And thing is, Ray Dalio makes free videos that you can watch on his YouTube channel about how the economic system works. And also, he has this, he has this book called Principles. He has another um, book about um, the world, new world order, like a changing world order. And it talks about basically showing us how um, the reserve currency of a nation um, dictates who uses what. Like, China is getting stronger. Their currency is about to be the new reserve currency. So everybody child needs to not only know English, but they need to be learning Chinese Mandarin. You also need to learn Spanish. And these are things that I've been thinking about for years because I'm always looking ahead. Like I have to, I want to live to be over 96 years old. And you can't do that just by thinking and feeling like, oh, well, I know what I know at 21 and it's going to carry me all the way through. Hell no. It's computers. Um, I'm looking at getting into the logistics industry, buying some trucks and things like that. But I know from reading articles that they're saying that artificial intelligence and self-driving vehicles will be able to um, totally wipe out over 500 drivers' jobs from just like long routes alone, like over the road. Like they say, yo, if you're just going down a long road through state, through state, a computer can handle that. So that means over 500,000 drivers are not about to be working. You feel what I'm saying? And the same article saying there's over 3.3 million truck drivers, but if 500,000 of them about to lose their jobs potentially in the next 10 years because of this new technology, yo, y'all need to start learning how to code or something. Y'all need to learn how to farm land. Like the things that are real is what's valuable. And people are going to see that more and more. Like when the, once this internet go off, maybe it's not going to go off, but it's like certain things are going to get to be irrelevant. And the people in Ukraine right now or the people that's in certain parts of Africa that are going through a war, they're not hopping on social media to see who got what car 
or what woman is wearing what outfit or what dude stunting or who throwing money. Like, are thinking about I'm going to eat? I'm going to take a bath? Am I going to get shot? Like, these are that's, those are things that I'm not going to get shot. Uh, you got to perfect your words and what you're saying. I, I ain't never going to get shot. I'm, I might not even die. But, <laughs> doggone, like, people are going through real life things. And, you're right. We have to focus on being more sustainable and, like I said, decentralized. If you and everybody in the neighborhood all growing food, that's decentralized. All y'all got food. Y'all can trade. Like, somebody might have beets. You're like, man, I might want to see what this beet says. Like, wash it off extra good because I heard it tastes like dirt a little bit. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? And then you get up some oranges. You're like, you know, I love oranges. Vitamin C. That's decentralized. But if all y'all waiting on a farmer in Idaho, to grow things and then have some trucks bringing it over here when fuel prices get higher, yo, you about to be asked out in a couple months. Yes, sir. So, yes, it's, sir. It's like things like that. Those are things we need to be talking about. And like you said earlier, when we first get on, we don't need to be talking about, oh, we can spot this, spot that. And what we know how you need to be doing. That's why I said you need to be looking at getting solar panels on your house. There's solar panels that you can buy, hook up to a generator. And it might be like, Three hundred something dollars. Instead of buying those new Jordans that come out this month or next month, they look kind of cool. And I'm like, you know, I can buy some and resell them. I mean, I could do that. I buy them, resell them, and they get the solar panels. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> but, thinking um, about some stuff like that too. Yeah, but like they they have the technology available, and then also um, there's turbines, like a turbine that you can use, put in some running water, and you use that turbine to generate electricity. We need to be using things like this each and every day because guess what? The sun is going up and it's going down and we have rain. We need to be decentralized. Every house needs to be like really growing its own food, generating its own electricity from, from you know, the environment. And that's going to help each and everybody because we have to move out of the system. Like in the past two years, people have been saying, oh, hell, unemployment. They just created billions of dollars out of, out of nowhere. And they just sent it to us. Wow. And then, you know, another thing about it, I had this um this guy, I was on the way to Uber. We might have talked about this on one of the last podcast. Or I might have talked to this. Uh, I know I talked to Ken about a military it. guy. Yeah. I, I told, like, people say there was someone on the radio. And it was like 4 o'clock in the morning. I just got that line. And I said, hey, what you think about Donald Trump? He's like, man, he's a racist, man. And I was like, oh, tell me why you think that. He was like, he's a racist. Is. So I said, I said, you know what? I, I took you. I was like, I feel like Donald Trump did more for black people than Obama did. And they're like, uh, I'm going to tell you this. So if we look at the 2015 um, statistics on race and how many people are in the United States, they said 325 million people. They said it's about 46 million black people. And the thing is, I will tell y'all, black women outnumber black men by double. Yeah. So it's not only diabetes and heart disease that's killing people, but it's these men get taken to prison, taken to jail for made up laws and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like the marijuana stuff, crack and it's becoming up and Joe Biden's a part of that. Um with the crime bill back in the nineteen nineties. Um I, I can even attribute my father being in prison and dying to some of that crime bill stuff. Like I am not even about to act like this stuff is not real. Like people not people don't look at me and, and think, oh well he grew up without a father. I had my godfather, my biological father was in prison from the time I was seven. To 18, he died January 1st and January 2nd because they brought him back, took him to the hospital, he was chained to a bed, and then he died. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought to myself, like, yo, he died. He served, like, he freaking, he fucking died in a prison cell. 
they brought him back and he was still a prisoner. He didn't serve his fucking sentence, even though he died. That's some dumbass shit to me. So I, I can I can I hear my voice. I, I still get a little bit upset about that. Because it's just this is how they this is how they make it up. But we have the power and understanding, we have the ability to find understanding and creating the life that we want, um, avoiding things that are not good for us. And then I'm gonna get back to the thing about Trump because so supposedly there's 46 million black people in the United States. That was as of um, 2015 census out of 325 million. So I say, I tell the guy in the Uber, or maybe it was a little, I say, Donald Trump sent $1,200 to all the black people in the United States. I said, let's do 46 million times $1,200. That's $55 billion, $200 million sent directly into black people's bank accounts. Even the kids, they were getting six hundred or twelve hundred dollars for each child that they have. So this, this, and this is in twenty twenty. This is not this forty six million. That is not accurate. It's more than that now. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So fifty five billion dollars went into black people's hands. What happened? They uh, they just resold some shit and made us go buy it. Exactly. Uh, but bro, I'm gonna tell you another life. thing. I'm gonna tell you another thing. Financial literacy is super important because Coinbase, Coinbase is a platform where you can go buy stocks. Um, you can go buy crypto. Coinbase and Robinhood reported that when those stimulus checks came out, they had the most people like at one time uploading twelve hundred dollars into their trading accounts. What did black people do? Went and buy a flat screen and some joints, some Yeezys. And I'm not saying all black people did that. Gucci belts. But the thing is, I was I was out getting money. The thing is, a lot of people doing a lot of traveling during these times. It just I, I want everybody to think about it. I know how people think Kanye West is a little crazy, but when he said America is for sale, buy land, bro. I took a real estate course. I I I passed the 75 hour pre license course to Georgia. They say land never loses value. Mm. It only goes up in value because they're not creating any more of it. And the only places that is getting more land is Hawaii and the United Arab um, Emirates because Hawaii they got those um they got the volcanoes and the volcanoes erupt and they make more you know land because the lava and all that hits the water and it gets to be land mass grows. Damn. And then yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, the United um, Arab Emirates, you know, in Dubai they, they like making islands with sand and stuff like that. They shipping sand in, creating islands. And um, making it grow. So those are two places where they are getting more land. But everywhere else, there's only a certain amount of land. And the value only goes up. So I go on landwatch.com. That's a website you can go look at land. You might be able to find some land, $5,000, a few acres, $11,000. You can look in different states, look in different uh, different areas. You can look for some land in Savannah if you want on landwatch. So it's just... I'm I'm just I'm like I like to look at things in different different points of view because you can make what you want with this life. And not only do you filter people, but you gotta filter out, like you said earlier, you gotta line up, you gotta get that word and see if it lines up with God's word. You got like the things that you're thinking about, things that you're feeling, things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis, you have to really um see if it's uh if it's right for you to do, you got to put your thought process and subject to Jesus. And I have to find it personally, but there's really so much that we can all do. Let's say this earlier today, I was getting some stuff off on um, the back of mom's truck. 
I was just, you know, cleaning it out for whatever. I went to this place, um, saw a dumpster. I just like back up and I start. I don't know if I had permission, but anybody told me I couldn't. So I did what I did. And I saw these young people walking by. I was like, man, I hope somebody come over here and just offer to help me. I'll pay them too. And um so like within two minutes, this young dude walked over. He said his name is um Ezekiel. He said, Yeah, just pay me like five to eight dollars. And he said five, ten dollars. He said, nah, just pay me eight. So we got his stuff off the back of the truck. I went in the store to buy him some stuff and um I got him the stuff and I was after I, after I took it to him, I was telling him, I was like, hey, bro, you, you got a phone on you? He was like, yeah, but it's not with me. I was like, hey, when you get back to your phone, I want you to go on Khan Academy, like K-H-A-N Academy. I want you to learn all all you can about math. That Khan Academy is free. If if you feel that you're deficient in something, there's something online that can give you a, a, a real good uh, refresher, upgrade you. And teach you trigonometry if you wanted to. It, you can learn anything online. The the internet is one of the greatest tools that has ever been created for people to learn and create wealth. And so I told myself in the past, like, why would I watch? Why would I use this to watch porn? I could be giving me some money. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. And like, and that's true though, man. And, and watching Netflix too, I'm like, yo, some of these things are taken from me. I want to create. Like we had, like I, like I tell them, tell them like I earlier, the earth is real. People are real. The things that we have vanity for, like the cars, clothes, houses, all that stuff is created from the earth that God created. You feel what I'm saying? So people taking the resources and they creating something new. Because in Proverbs it says, um, I'll give you ideas for witty inventions. And we want to use the resources that we have in our life to create our lives. And again, that filter. I'm on certain websites because I'm looking for a certain thing. I'm looking to learn something. I'm looking to create something. So that's what articles, that's what we have somebody talking, speaking to our lives with the TV that we're watching. Now the filter has to be even better when it comes to people that we allow to come into our lives because people are dynamic. Like the same way I could talk about God and what he said in his word, I can also talk about how, um, how I might react to something and it might be a little bit negative because on Wednesday, I was talking to my mom. I was like, yo, you got to stop doing poor people's stuff to get money. And she was like, I don't know what else to do. I'm like, mama, you got this phone right here. You be in the car. You, you can listen to a book. You can listen to a YouTube channel. You can listen. You can do something. It's all here. And she said, you living in a fantasy. I said, hell yeah. Everything you look around and fucking see is a fantasy. Somebody, somebody saw area. They saw trees. They said, I'm going to build a house. That was in their mind. That was a fucking fantasy. I told, I said that to my mom. I said, all oh, this shit a fucking fantasy. Everything is fantasy. This lazy boy reclining, somebody's like, you know what? There's cotton and there's wood. And you know, people like to rock back and forth. So he came up with, that's his intellectual property. That's what we call it in the United States. He, he thought of something and he created that. It's all fantasy. The design of this shirt, that's fantasy. Like, I, 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 and then later on that night, now I apologize my mom, but like, I'm like, yo, you need to stop telling yourself negative stuff. Like, are you going to tell yourself that you're going to lose? Like, my mom got, it says she got diabetes, but years before that, they were like, the doctor told my mom, like, you got to lose 100 pounds. And I, I mentioned my mom because I love my mom so much. And I, I be spending a lot of time with her. I, I, I always love spending the time with my mom. I feel like I didn't get enough time with my mom because she was always working. And a lot of people can relate to that. Their parents at work. Yeah. People got dads. Your daddy at work. You know what I'm saying? You got a mom. Your mom at work. You see him at nighttime and on the weekends. 
So I remember they told, she said, the doctor told her she needed to lose 100 pounds. I said, mama, you need to go walk in. My older brother's like, you need to get in that pool. And I was like, mama, you got these Pilates machine. The Pilates is low impact. You need to do that too. And I also said, mama, I, I, you know, let's get you started on a new diet. I'll buy you some food. She's like, nah, Adrian, you ain't got to do all that. That was 2016. A couple years later, they said you got diabetes. I'm like, mama, didn't they tell you what to do to not get diabetes? I said, mama, you, you did this to yourself. And I remember one time she said, Edward, can you pray for me? I said, Mama, why would I pray for you if you continue and choose to do the wrong thing that's going to get you the results? And I told, and it was like 2020, I told my friend, I said, she was like, man, that's probably, that's me. You should have just prayed for her. I said, no, I'm already praying for her, but she's doing things that's hurting her. And one thing I thought about earlier today when I saw the house again, because it burnt up again, you see the fire, you see all the black smoke around there. The structure is still there, though. Um, but like, like your habits can betray you. And that's one of the worst things I can see what a person is. What do you put into your mind? Who do you hang around? What do you do with your time? What do you read? What do you listen to? Um, who do you talk about in the car with your friends and family? Like, uh, these are your habits. And like I told you, um, last time we talked, I was telling a friend yesterday, we got to start thinking from top down. Like top down thinking spirit, then your mind. Like with the mind, what's influencing you? What are you talking about? What are you hearing on a daily basis? What is going into your conscious and your subconscious? Like we have to get more, um, more control over these resources that God has given us. Like the mind is one of the most important things that you have on this earth, besides um, your spirit and the right to repent. You feel what I'm saying? So your spirit, right, to repent, and then your brain, and you are in control of this thing. So. Again, the filter, you got to filter on what's coming into your brain. You got to filter on the people that you have around you. And again, like I said, people are dynamic. I can be this amazing person, Edward Fox. But I tell you, when my mom make me mad, I'm like, mama, that's bullshit. You lying to yourself. You believe in stuff that's not helping you. And the thing is, I say it like that because this person that I love and care about and cherish so much is choosing to find the wrong and put that into herself consistently. That don't help you. He can turn from Edward Fox to Ed, Ed Turner. Edward Fox to Ed Turner, boy. I'd be telling her, like, you know, mama, you got to tell yourself the things that's going to help you. You got to reprogram yourself. And I'm like, you're 53, mama. You got to do things different. And I said, mama, after this house done burnt down, you ain't had insurance. I said, you got to start doing things way different. You ain't telling her nothing wrong, though. You, yeah. You're really not. But, you know... Just filters is something that I definitely you brought to the table and it was real, real goddamn powerful. Like mm -hmm. this was something very impactful for the people. And and like you told, you know, Trey at the beginning, he said, I'm gonna just give a short version. And you said filters, it has to be long. You know what I'm saying? And it's something that people definitely are going to get a lot of of, of food from this like mm -hmm. it, they're, they're going to be fed spiritually um with this one and i'm glad that i was able to put this together for for brother trey man like he's just sitting here like a a student like he's just taking it all like we all learned didn't didn't even have to say much man he's just really intrigued and, and into everything that you brought to the table it's just proven fact that he was definitely interested you know and learning from you and picking your brain that he really said, I want to pick your brain. And he 
did not one time feel the need to put input in unless he was asked, but he really did exactly what he said he wanted to do. Pick your brain. He allowed you to just mm -hmm. go. And he was, he was enjoying everything. And I'm glad this, this gotta be one, you know, something else we gotta definitely pick up together oh, too, yes, man. Cool. Because mm -hmm. I told you, man, it, it was a lot going on previously, man, that I had to get together. And, and I told you once it got together, man, I, I was going to get you back. And once I got it together, it took somebody else to bring it back to the forefront and show interest. And it was like, you know what? You're right. I was patient. I was diligent. Now it's time to bring it back. Mm -hmm. And it was the best decision that I ever made. And I've been, I've been trusting and feeling and walking a different spiritual path and everything that I have trusted in, moved on my own time is worked out perfectly. Mm -hmm. And this is a prime example of another instance that it worked out perfectly. Um, Trey, you got anything you want to add before we close out, man? Um, I just want to say, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to make the time to come, mm -hmm. and I learned a lot from you. And, Thank you. Uh, and uh, Jay, appreciate you putting together. Hopefully, this won't be the last time. <laughs> it won't. We got more. Uh, you know, and um, definitely gonna uh, exchange information mm -hmm. um, to have conversations outside the podcast. Especially um, mm -hmm. really dope, bro. And um, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I mean, yeah. I, I, I could I could do this for. Absolutely for real. Because this is good stuff. We're creating value for the people that's listening. No doubt. No doubt. This this concept of having filters, like you can go to a website. If you're looking for a house, you let's say you're looking for an apartment. You, if you have three kids, you're not about to want to look at one bedroom apartments. You're looking at two or more bedroom apartments, right? And then you got a certain budget. You're not gonna try to look at things that are above your budget. So you can set the filter on apartments.com. You can set the filter on Zillow. When you go to different websites to buy products, you can sell the filter or I want a red shirt or I want a blue shirt. Once you know what you work, you're, you're working towards and you know what you want, you set a filter to see what it is that you are looking for. And there's one thing in the brain called a reticular activating system. And the thing is, once you start thinking about something more, you're going to see that more. If I say, Lexus ES350, once you leave here in three hours, you might be riding late out at night and you see, oh, wow, Lexus ES350. You feel what I'm saying? That's how the reticular activating system works. So when I tell myself I have a better filter on who I allow in my life, um, the requirements go up, the requirements have been raised, the, um, the checklist, like not just checklist, but there's certain things that has to match for us to be in proximity and for us to be able to sow into each other's lives because you have to have that. You have to have that filter. You have to have to raise the qualifications. People have to be properly vetted. Like you're not just going to allow your child to walk into a house and be like, oh, well, you there. Make sure they take care of you and feed you. I know that's how kids get molested. You know what I'm no. saying? So you don't want people molesting you and your mind, your talents, and your potential. And that M word might sound real crazy, but that's real. Or the R word. Yeah. yeah that's that's those are two life. words that, and, and now the people see why I call you one of the heavyweights. You know what I'm saying? You, you're going to bring it every single time. 
you're going to bring it every single time. So one, one thing I, I got to, you know, the next one I set up, man, we're going to definitely, we're going to bring B Jack in the, in, in, in it too, man. We're going to mm-hmm. make sure Jack come and, and, and he going to say a couple of things too. I just enjoy your energy. You. I enjoy the information you give and it's willing. Like you excellent. Yes. Thanks. You know, no doubt you, when you got the time, you there. You know, if you don't have the time, you're going to tell me. But if you got the time or oh, you here, you making it all day long, you're going to find a way. If you don't have a way, I go pick you up, drop you off. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the things, but you're willing to, to give. And I appreciate that. And, you know, pretty soon next week or so, we're going we gonna to do this again. Like mm-hmm. this is something we've been doing for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're challenging each other all the time for the past. Like I said, it's the 20th. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this. Since, you know, for two and a half weeks now, I don't seem that long, but it's, it's going on three weeks now. Mm-hmm. It's something we've been with each other every other day on the phone every day, texting every day. We work out, you know, mm-hmm. we challenge each other with workouts, you know, a hundred pushups a day and uh, mm-hmm. with 300 a day. Now it's a hundred in the morning, hundred in the afternoon, hundred at night. You know, we started off at 50. Mm-hmm. And we, we upped it to a hundred and here we are now and we still mm-hmm. challenging each other every single day with something. And, you know, now we want to, you know, bring something else into us. Now we're chat, chat, getting challenged with financial literacy, mm-hmm. something that we can build on, build on our mind, not just our physique, but our mental. So now that's when you come into play. You know, you're going to be that extra step for us, you know, to keep us with the knowledge of what we don't, what we don't see, what we don't know, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and you're willing to give that to us and we're going to lock in even harder with that. And I appreciate you for coming through. Absolutely. You know, guys, and you're in the rabbit hole and you just got Mr. Edward Fox and Trey again. And it's the FWM Podcast. Fight with me. All these niggas falling off, they ain't falling back. I'm counting money momentarily, I'ma call you back. He talked to pigs, you was present, that's what we call a rat. Quit speaking down on my gangsta if you ain't talking facts. Mama used to choke slammers just for talking back. Gangsta rap, die with Pac, Mozzie brought it back. Nose bleed, not too that the purest powder pack. Pulling out the stove with some woods and a pack of sour patch. Yeeky case, attorney finna devour that. They told me take the two, I said I'm bull, that's how you counteract. Hundred down cash, hundred down to accounts. I can't afford to go to jail, them niggas losing out. Twenty some, mama asked me when I'm moving out. I was broke back then, but I'm Gucci now. This one up top all the time, down to shoot it out. Fuck the camera. And I don't care about who around A lot of shit on my mind, I can't take it A lot of shit on my mind, I can't take it A lot of shit on my mind, I can't take it Made a lot of mistakes, I'm a gangster A lot of shit on my mind, I can't take it A lot of shit on my mind, I can't take it A lot of shit on my mind, I can't take it Made a lot of mistakes, I'm a gangster I ain't become a mama want me to be But I told her, learn to love me for me Learn to love me for me I hustle for it cause ain't nothing for free Remember back we had nothing to eat We had nothing to eat Family bargains and a granny was cheap She had never spent a hundred on sneaks Three bands selling dope all week That's how I really felt